0: Hey, party people! Have you joined our Discord server yet? You can meet fellow party people and interact with our cast and crew to talk about all things Encounter Party, both this first Ravnica campaign and our new campaign, which is a television show available on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel. To learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com or check the links in the show notes. Now, enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, our show features very strong language and graphic depictions of violence, so listener discretion is advised.
1: Last time on Encounter Party! The complications of the Rail Wars compel our players to seek allies of their own. What they discover was that dissension not only plagues the Golgari, but also the Orzhov. A secret plot between the Boros and the Grand Envoy hopes to expose the plot against the rail line financiers. Can a Selesnian politician shed light on the growing shadow over Ravnica? Find out this week on Encounter Party! So, um, you all awake in the morning in this nice, wonderful estate of the Karlov family. The beds are huge and comfortable and pillows and sheets and you're all greeted each morning by some creepy little fucking thrall who comes Ah! rapping at your door and like bringing you stuff and like trying to lead you out and they are, (laughs) they're creepy (laughs) the thralls are gross. Um, but oh, are they
2: like super gross or like cute creepy?
1: No, they're like little undead pygmy gremlin, gremlin thing. thing. Yeah. But even gross, they're like you remember the putties from Power Ranger? They're like pint-sized putties. Oh my god! Yeah, they're really disgusting. <laughs> they're
2: <laughs> so like the idea of naming one and becoming attached to it is like very.
1: Uh, So you guys are uh, brought food in your rooms and, and everything's really posh and taken care of. This might be the nicest. I mean, I mean, living in Alfonso's penthouse has been great, but this is like, this is the rich of the rich. You guys are getting a nice rest. Wake up a nice meal. Ooh. Ooh, almost feel like you got temporary hit points, but you don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just have the regular amount.
1: You just got the regular amount of hit points. You um, and You're allowed 10. to kind of get dressed and, and you're brought back down to I'm uh allowed. To. <laughs> yeah. uh, kinda though. Just kind of <laughs> only dressed. kind
0: of allowed to get dressed.
1: Yes. Um and then you get brought down to uh what is obviously an audience chamber where where Karlov is, is waiting. And uh by this point in the day, Saloran, you're uh, you're already there bright and early because she's asked you. Now, Tajik is nowhere to be found. He's not directly attached at her hip. Um, he's probably gone back to Sunholm, but uh, she does kind of request all of your presence. Um, and once you've all kind of come into the room, she directly addresses Soloran and uh, requests that you lead this up. She says very publicly in front of the room to everyone. I don't really suspect these fine Radnikan citizens to hold the Ours of interests in mind in what's about to happen. I do request that you go and enforce the way that you do.
3: Your words my soul, my lady.
1: And then she also says this very private thing to you. David has received a private note from the DM commanding him to discover what the other players were hiding from Tessa Karloff. So, back to this place that we can't seem to escape. Back to Ovizia. (laughs) Okay. You guys go back to Ovizia, and it's, it's not a super awesome place to be right now. There are Boro soldiers everywhere trying to stem the crowd and keep everyone checked. Um, There are uh, Azorius agents that you can see Cops who are running around trying to do things And a couple of Simic medical officers Who are probably doing some forensic stuff Um, You guys You guys do get kind of stopped Entering the district There are two Boros soldiers there Who are like, stop Okay Yes Yes We're going to continue Now Uh, Two Boros soldiers are preventing you from passing
0: why are you stopping us from passing?
1: There was an accident. Yeah, we were there. Wait here. <laughs> one of them, like, goes running <laughs> off? <laughs> I, I don't know why you did that, but Man, here we go. <laughs> so one of them goes <sighs> running off, and the other one is like, don't move.
0: Does he always do that?
2: It's usually me, actually. So it's a little refreshing to not be, have it not be my I'm fault. saying we
0: saved the dude's life. He's going to vouch for
4: us. <sighs> um, Any yet? Create. Use minor illusion. Create a sound, thirty feet away, of like a child screaming "help," so we can just go in. That's. By the way, when I say "can," I'm going to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So how does this work? (laughs) Does he has to? He has to succeed to like see whether or not he.
4: No, it's just minor illusion. It just depends whether or not he. I mean, oh, you can you can check against my spell save. If a creature uses its action to examine the sound or image, the creature can, can determine that it's an illusion with a successful intelligence investigation. Oh, but
1: he has to like go to it to yeah. determine that. All right. So you, <laughs> oh, yeah. So you create my religion of like this little girl in like.
4: <laughs> I specifically need a Boros soldier to help me. Yes. <laughs>
1: um. and his, 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 like, s- civil duty just sort of, you wait here. I'm coming.
2: He like, hold on, little girl. And he like goes, I imagine, yes. like,
4: Fikara starts moving, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Sania just grabs Vikara's arm and slightly shakes her head. No, 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 no.
2: (laughs) Oh. 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 Okay. Thank you. Big wink. (laughs) All right.
1: You you can get into Obizio now. (laughs) All All
4: right, guys, let's go.
1: So, uh, the, <laughs> I, love, I love everything that's happened in the last 24 hours. <laughs> For Lorzatch, it's just been like, I want to go home, but I can't. The,
5: the entire campaign has been a dude who went to go to a guild packed festival. And has not been allowed to go home since.
1: I I just imagine that Laura's ass was like, you know what? I'm going to try something new. For the first time. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go sit at a regular bar.
5: It's been (laughs) 70 years. 70 fucking
4: years.
5: (laughs) Since he's gone above ground. And now this. (laughs) I
1: love it. Um, so, thankfully, the path to this uh, elven woman's house is not directly through where a worm demolished uh, a mansion. So, you guys sort of a, take a side route and kind of walk around Ovizia to what is the easternmost property. So, the property that would be closest to the Silesnian territory in Vitugazi. And there is a... There is a it's a nice... Regular-looking mansion. There's nothing overtly Selesnian about it, um, but it is quite confident that this is where Amara Tandris lives. Um, and a the tree. only thing—the only thing distinctive about it—is it has just a little bit more gardening in the front property, and as opposed to every other building that has sort of wrought iron fencing, the fencing around this property is all wooden.
3: I'm going to make a history check just to see if I know anything about their station, their standing in society, yeah, how, to, how to
5: proceed. Sure. Uh, it's a five. That's a 20. Nice. Huh?
1: That's a 20. A natural 20? No, 18. Okay. But anybody else? We're
4: 14. Uh, 16. 24.
1: Wow. Um, so everybody except. So Lauren, who, who maybe <laughs> wasn't paying attention during this time. Amara I- Tandris is a very, very high up person who was the Selesnian maze runner. And she, she has run. been, for those of you who rolled 20 or above, she has been very vocal about the new state of the Guild Pact. Anybody who has expressed interest in learning about the new Guild Pact has, she's been kind of a political figure that you've at least heard of for a little while. Like she's an advocate for it? Y- yeah. Okay. So for Loris Achenzenia, you would remember yeah, something about her in politics, right? And
5: we have every reason to believe that she resides in the house.
1: You have every reason to believe that this is her place of residence.
5: Great. I one
1: hundred percent thought she was a tree
5: for a second. Oh
2: that would oh. Have been super <laughs> cool. Like that it was gonna
5: be a, a dryad or oh, no, that's she's like an elf. in a garden.
1: That's, no, she's uh yeah, she's no. of the she's of the Silesnian elf, so different from your race. So Hannah so Hannah Elves.
2: I'm a little disappointed she's not a tree, not gonna lie.
1: Can't help that. Didn't write her.
2: Still, still still a little disappointed. I um, knock
4: on the door.
1: So you knock on the gate, and there's a brief moment as the gate sort of rithers and twists as if the wood itself is alive. And suddenly pieces of like wood and stone start to come together in this hulking giant elemental. Oh. That is the actual gate that stands underneath. And you can hear a voice coming out of the elemental that itself doesn't sound like it, but it sounds like a very sharp woman's voice. And you can hear her bur- booming through this construct that she has made directly at you, Ach. She gets very angry and she says, And what do you want here under Citizen?
5: I have merely a humble question for Amara Tandris regarding debts the Selesnia owe to the Orzhov and the worm that destroyed the house of Mr. Overshaw. And
1: why should I talk to you?
5: Whether you talk to me or not is of little concern to me. However, I promise you I will not
1: be the last person to ask you these questions. There's a pause. And the elemental deconstructs back down into the gate. And the gate opens.
2: Oh, man. You'd think people were just... Just want to talk to people. Someone else can uh, lead the way. That's fine.
0: So Lauren walks through. Okay. Perixx follows. He is he is not needing to run point here.
1: Okay. So as you make your way into the abode of Amara Tendris, you notice the inside is very, very different than anything you possibly could have expected. Inside of the manor of Amara Tendris is essentially a forest. There's, the floor is dirt. There's foliage everywhere. There's no visible housing structure from inside.
5: Is this a bigger on the inside
1: scenario? No. Nope. Okay. No, it's just a very, very big estate. She has a very, very large house, but inside it's all greenery and foliage. It's like stepping into a jungle, as if... You know, strangely, she wanted a private place to live, but did not really want to leave the environment that she holds so valuable. It's like her own private forest. And you guys are sort of led by this foliage that parts, creating a strange path through the manor, and you go through a couple of chambers that might be uh, rooms or something until you reach sort of like a grand hallway to which there's sort of a seat of wood that opens up And Amara Tandris is sitting there far above you. And she simply waits for you to begin. She has graced you with her presence. She's a very, very fair-looking elf woman of Sohana. So she has very, very light blonde hair, very pale skin. Um, She wears a singular robe that stretches all the way down below her feet. Um, Not unlike what Perixx wears. Um, And at the top, two very distinct shoulder guards that have the uh, Selesnian tree pictured on it. And one of the striking things that you notice about her immediately is her eyes are almost completely white, like sort of a shimmering gray, as if the type of person who sees things that nobody else sees. They're not a natural eye.
2: Does she have a specific honorific that we should call her by? Like... Uh, History check. Oh yeah, good
1: call. You wouldn't know either. You, you don't. Okay. Uh, nobody, nope. hears, nobody hears. Nobody here is from the uh, Selena. Yeah, Selena
5: yeah,
2: yeah, um, <laughs> Too
1: soon. Ah, <laughs> oh, Brevin, could he use
5: them? Yeah. Uh, since Lorzach was the one that made the introduction at the gate, he will continue in Elvish, uh, using the honorific of Elder.
1: Okay. With her, and state that <clears throat> she chuckles the moment you say the Elder word.
5: I'm sure you're aware that a worm has demolished the house of Mr. Overshaw, one of the premier financiers of the unaffiliated train line being constructed across the face of Ravnica. There has been some speculation as to the Selesnya's involvement in what appears to be a directed assassination. There are as yet no suspects, there are as yet no concrete accusations there are only uncomfortable speculations as to what the Silesnia might owe and to whom to undertake such a
1: deed. She floats down from her perch as these sort of vines and flowers just sort of ease her down onto the ground so she can stop lording over you and sort of walk down amongst you. And she's barefoot, very dainty woman. She's tall because she's an elf, but she's very light, very flowery as she sort of approaches. And her voice is so much lighter than what you actually heard screaming through this elemental, as if as if she's sort of nothing more than a wisp. And she takes a moment to come and stare directly at you. And she just kind of takes a moment to sort of look around with you. And she says, um, Yes, I felt the worm. A very troubling incident. As to the nature of its origin, I myself am not a worm caller. Perixx kind of calls
0: from across the back of the room. Uh, can I ask why the Selesnya were negotiating with the unaffiliated train line?
5: <sighs> <seems> In Elvish, <laughs> increasingly uncomfortable, as he knows what's about to get discussed.
1: We of the Silesnia were empathetic to the plight of the unaffiliated. Obviously, we are members of a guild, and we participate in negotiations and the power balance between the ten guilds. However, we do care for all Ravnican citizens, and therefore we care much about the unaffiliated as we do our own. I fear that the manipulations of the Rail War are... Very obvious to everyone about the potential monopoly that could come into play. We simply do not wish to see another avenue of war created within Ravnica.
0: And then, what were the negotiations? Why were you not just letting them use your land? What were you offering them, and what were they offering you in return?
1: There were pricing negotiations, land leasing. These things don't just happen freely. There needs to be worked out.
0: How... Was the land that they were asking you to build on selected? Did the Selesnya say you can build here, or did they say we want to build on these specific parcels of land?
1: They came to us. With a very specific path? With a very specific path, and then we were working with some of our dryads to analyze the uh, risk to the parks and the land within Vitugasi that it might create. It was a process, but it was working towards a mutual understanding.
0: And do you know who drew up that line
1: that it would take through the Silesnia? The unaffiliated line came to us with that proposal.
0: But do you know who um, created the proposal, the proposed path of I the train?
1: I do not work for the unaffiliated
3: line. Thank you. Lady Tandras. you said that you felt the worm as it came through this district. My ask is, two of the main investors of the unaffiliated line have been murdered. Is there any information that you could give us, any sense, any understanding of where this worm or who was controlling this worm?
0: Can I ask a very specific question to this campaign? hmm Does the fact that we know that that's false, something that we really, like, Darius Vane has not been murdered. Mm-hmm. And it certainly was us.
1: But he's disappeared.
0: Yes, but like this this statement that continues to come up to now Maze Runner level people that like someone has offed two of these people.
1: That's what it appears.
0: The question is really more for like this side. Is that something we should just keep letting be part of the universe? I,
1: I think whoever did whatever yeah. to Royston Overshaw probably took the opportunity because Darius fame was already gone. To just jump mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Or, well, that's not fair for me to speculate because that's me trying to tell you what they were doing. And I can tell you that that's not necessarily how it played out. But to everyone's concern, people were after the investors. Yes. Okay. So if we're trying to speculate from the thing that they were only after Overshaw and that Darius Fame was just sort of a coincidence, that's not clearly somebody is after the investors. Okay,
3: great. Okay. Lady Tandras, you said that you could sense the worm as it came through this district. As we know, two of the main investors behind the unaffiliated line are now dead. Is there any sense that you can give us, or any understanding of who was controlling that worm? I believe that, I believe that if we can find them, that will be a key to
1: unlock this mystery. Well, of the worm callers, there are only two of us who can possibly do that, the Gruul and the Selesnya. I would love to continue answering your questions, except there are more troubling questions inside each of your minds. I expected you to come here and ask me serious things, not information you could have got from the news. Why is it so important that you find the answer to these questions?
0: There is a great concern that we have for an impending something that we fear is a level of an apocalypse to be leveled on Ravnica, and we fear these answers will lead us to where
1: that might be. So, you suspect because somebody is killing wealthy investors that suddenly there's an apocalypse coming to Ravnica? No, we found a cabal of
0: scary people using the train lines to draw a glyph across Ravnica that will do something.
1: Do we want to show her the map?
2: Can we? Please?
1: Sure. I can already see the map inside your mind. I'm simply waiting for you to be honest.
2: Wait. Whose mind? My mind?
1: The Undercitizens has a committed to memory.
5: So he'll concentrate on that for a minute and the connections between demure agent deployments the connections with the locations of the orbs but well,
1: she can't she can't like read your thoughts she can just sort of picture
5: but she can see these images as yes. they link and intersect and okay, correspond to each other the badges in a stack on a desk the numbers how they correspond to the map the lines how they intersect and all of the scribblings that are on the walls of the lab
1: You can see that she's visually doing her best to keep her calm. But I would say to Silorin and to Lorzach, one of you who is an expert in interrogation and one of you who is an expert in mood mark enchantment, you can see that behind the facade she's increasingly worried, but she's trying not to lose a position of authority in her own home. And she says to you, Your suspicions are correct. The lines on this map do sync up with the proposed rail line territory for the unaffiliated line.
0: So, no one's train has been completed. So, every one of the lines on this map is a proposed train line, some of which has been completed. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and do I know what just happened? Like, can I propose that he just did a bunch of thoughts and she read them all?
1: Well, she said out loud that she could see the mind, the okay, map great. inside of his mind.
0: Okay, great. So... Looking at all this information, we have a great deal of questions that obviously uh, many guild we are each worried for our own guild and our own people and deem it necessary to work together to find the answers to this problem. We are here because you were recommended as a, sor- a potential source of information who could help put together pieces we haven't been able to see. Looking at all of these pieces that we have in front of us, the information we've found, the suspicions we have, the places we've been, the the things we've been privy to, and the people we've interacted with, is there something that you see immediately that we don't fully understand or a place that you definitely see we need to be focusing on?
1: She uh, She turns away from you guys and starts walking back to her perch. Right, it's kind of lowered down to the area, but she thinks she's going to sit, and she starts talking. When the Golgari ruptured Vitugazi and destroyed the spirit of Motslesnia, no matter what the Conclave may feel about the presence of our ancestor guild leader, I am quite convinced that Motslesnia herself is gone in spirit, and we were left to pick up the pieces. The Silesnia were betrayed time and time again. By the Golgari, by the Demir, by the Isit, by the Rakdos. And yet we still perceive this visage of peace. We believe in Ravnica, and we believe in its health. And even when the Conclave itself, when Tristani went dormant, there were those of us who were still willing to champion the fight, to breach the tides with women like Tessa Karlov, or by somehow convincing even the great Rigmos to sit down for a conversation. The guild pact persisted even in the times it was shattered. When it was reinstated, it now feels like it's even more weak than it has ever been. There are a lot of pieces in your puzzle. I'm not entirely sure I can help solve them out unless I know what it is that we're looking for. But you have certainly put me in a state I would call alarmed.
0: We have a few main concerns, and don't have full leads into any of them. We are worried about who could have sent the worm, which we've discussed might have been the Selesnia or the Gruul, or someone affiliated with those guilds. We are concerned about the unaffiliated line and specifically who was plotting its path. We are concerned about the co-conspirators of one Malthus Reed in whose office we found most of this information. We know of one, and we're not sure of the others. And we are worried that on this map, a great glaring issue that we have is that there are five major lines, four of which we know of and are not complete and have no idea what the fifth could possibly be. Any of those things feel like The immediate concerns that our puzzles have pushed us towards, and we just don't know what's next.
5: What does
1: this glyph mean? I am Sorana. I've been alive for quite a long time. I've studied a great many artifacts. I know a great deal about Ravnica's history. I have never seen anything quite like this. I think it is undoubtedly a written script, but as to its nature, as to what it does, I'm not sure. Lorzech is going
5: to take a chance and project a number of images, the locations where the lines intersect, the orbs that they have found with correlating points at the Zonnet, the severed tentacle, the
1: creature at the bottom of Zonnet 4. So she sees these images in her mind, and you see in her face what almost feels like a psychic attack and tears start pouring out of her face as she seems suddenly very difficult trying to keep it together
5: we have to believe that this is
1: somehow connected to whatever merit lage is and she's 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 like taking a moment to kind of collect herself but it's almost as if those images you showed her were very painful possibly painful to a Silesnian of her character to to see what it was and through kind of a teared face, she says, How could a man like Malthus Reed even contemplate something like that script?
4: What does, it, what does it mean? I
1: don't know. Where did it come from? We
5: were told by one of Malthus Reed's researchers that the orbs, which seem to be used in conjunction with the greater written spell, are venting heat from somewhere else. That whatever the orbs are, wherever the script comes from, it may be from somewhere else. Somewhere beyond Ravnica. Even further, perhaps, than Parahelion. You're talking about another
1: plane. What would that be? What would it look like? She she takes a serious minute to collect herself about what she's about to say has some very, very serious weight. And she can't even look at your faces as she's about to say this. I'm about to tell you the greatest kept secret in Ravnica. The Guild Pact is no longer a what. It's a who. The Guild Pact now resides inside of a living person.
2: How? How?
1: After the events of the Dragon's Maze, we were quite convinced by the Firemind that we were going to achieve ultimate power. However, I happened to know someone, uh, a mage by the name of Jace Bellerin. He's a very old dear friend of mine who would often go disappearing at strange times. He's a mind mage, quite skilled with mental magic. As we finished the maze, all ten of us reached this Dragon Summit where we were all prepared to fight to the death for the power of Ravnica. But Jace had convinced me that there was something else at play, that there was some other motivation for the maze, besides what the Firemind was telling us. In the end, we all made the decision collectively that the Guild Pact needed to be restored and that we bestowed it upon Jace himself. He is the living Guild Pact. What he says is Guild law, except for one major problem, and that is that Jace Balarin is not originally from Ravnica. What? Impossible. Yes. He calls himself a planeswalker, man who travels between various realms of existence. And to that extent, he is not here. Which means while he is gone, the Guild Pact tends to weaken. We're also talking about a brand new Guild Pact, so anything that Jace Beleren has failed to mention as law does not exist, even if it did in the old Guild Pact. There are places beyond Ravnica, Apparently an infinite number, although how many he's actually been to, I can't say. Very few people know this. In fact, there's only one other person in all of Ravnica who knows this. It's a man named Rol Zarek, a master researcher within the Izzet Guild. He confronted Jace and exposed his secret to me, how he knows, I can only suspect, perhaps he is a planeswalker as well. There are places beyond Ravnica... And if anyone is going to have information who could possibly shed a light on whatever this is, your best hope is to find Jace Baleran except, well, he's not here. He had a library. However, the last I saw of him before the resolution of the Dragon's Maze, he was quite confident that his own mind was at risk to Niv-Mizzet himself. And therefore, he, he purged his own mind and had his library destroyed. Ironically, by a gruel clan leader. If you have any hope of finding any sort of research or information about anything beyond Ravnica, the only person who would have that information is deep within the destroyed laboratory of one Jace Bellerin. And there's only one person on all of Ravnica who knows where that is. There is a two-headed ogre who I believe leads the Gore clan, who goes by the name of Rurik Thar. Well, to be more accurate, it's Rurik and Thar. He's quite adamant it's two different people, but two heads, one body. Freak of nature. Rather strong. He ran the maze for the gruel. He was in some sort of coordination with Chase Balearin over something. If you want to find his destroyed library, there's only one person who knows where it is. And that's the ogre who destroyed it. And now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiopop.com. That's ukiyopo dot Tradition in a modern method.
3: Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering
4: your success. Do you know how to find (laughs) Rurikthar?
1: I suspect you go marching out into the rubble belt and start shouting his name.
4: (sighs) Good a tactic as any.
1: You're talking about going into the one wild lands within Ravnica. The rubble belt is not a safe place. There's... Grukan's hardly work together. It's wild country. And now, with the Guild Pact absent from Ravnica, who knows what sort of temperament they're going to be in.
3: But from what you've said, this entire plane of existence is in danger. What choice do we have?
4: Couldn't we talk to Ral didn't you say? He and Jace were familiar?
1: I need to be very clear about something. I understand that lower-level people within their guilds don't often understand what's going up on the higher echelons, but your guild is in a great deal of turmoil, my young dear. The Dragon's Maze, which we all experienced, was this event that was supposed to end the guild war, but I knew all along when I chose to run it that that's not what its intention was. In fact, Jace is quite confident that the Firemind learned about the maze from him and his research. The actual intentions of it, I'm not entirely sure, although it did reinstate the Guild Pact surreptitiously. As we were running the maze, Ral was not the registered maze runner of the Izzet. There was another one, and then suddenly he took place, and I remember that he was actively trying to prevent Jace from helping me complete the maze. Ral was the one who told me about planeswalking, whether he himself is one, I- I'm not sure. There are people within the Izzet Guild who study teleportation. I would suspect that the people within the Izzet Guild who are members of the College of Teleportation are perhaps the ones you need to be concerned about. He and Jace stayed behind to battle each other while I ran and continued the maze. Jace appearing at the end and the two of them together seemed to suggest that it all worked out, but I don't think he's a very nice man. Hmm.
5: You said that Jace, Bellerin, must speak laws into being. Then if I understand this correctly, the living guild pact, once on Ravnica, could forbid the spell from taking effect.
1: I believe his law is bound by the original parameters of the guild pact in that such... He can only prevent guild action over other guilds.
0: But he could hypothetically decree the end of rail expansion.
1: These are all wonderful ideas, except for one minor loophole. We don't have Jace baleran You don't have Jace baleran Yeah, sure. <laughs> and also, the guild pact, or at least a spoken word, cannot stop the private personal acts of a singular person not acting in the name of their guild. Mm-hmm. The fact that Malthus Reed is using resources for his own private ventures does not make him in the actions of the Izzet Way.
5: He is outside of the Izzet, yeah.
1: I think your best bet is to find his library.
5: And even if he can't forbid it from taking place, he at least will know what the script means and what the spell can do, and how we might go about averting it.
1: You might find information buried there that could assist you in determining certain aspects of other planes of existence. I think for now we must face the fact that I doubt a savior is going to appear out of nowhere and make everything go away. Either way, we need to find Rurik Thank you for your time. I feel I've caused more harm than good.
0: Is there anything that you saw in the images shown to you by Lorzach that you feel we haven't put together?
1: I will say this very clearly, if it helps in your investigation or not. Only Silesnian worms can move through Selesnian own territory. Unless we have specifically summoned gruel worm callers to perform demolition acts, they cannot invade our space. If it is sourced from Fitugazi, and it is a member of the Silesnia who is at fault, I can promise you they do not act in the name of our guilt. There seems to be, as you say, a conspiracy of several people who have found several clever ways to avoid the restrictions of the Guild Pact to do something quite devastating. I'm not sure who this merit Lage is, but I think I fear that more than anything else right now. An unnamed spell that requires the size of a glyph that it does? It's never a good thing.
4: You've been so incredibly gracious with us. Thank you so much. I'm I'm curious to know do you happen to know the address of Halem Ward or or anything about him that might help us We I, know he's a lead engineer
1: I remember meeting with him occasionally to discuss certain aspects within the rail line but as for anything beyond a professional courtesy I'm unfortunately don't know the inner workings of his profession
0: Did when you met with him was he with any other high-ranking officials involved in the an affiliated line, or was it always one-on-one with him?
1: There was always a discussion. Usually the triumvirate met with our triumvirate. It sure. was a common courtesy to have Mr. Montjoy, Mr. Overshaw, and Mr. Vane present with Tristani so that all three could discuss with each other. Um, I happened to be present on several occasions just to discuss certain aspects about the spiritual preservation of Vitugazi. Thank you very much. We did hope to make it work out. I don't want you suspecting that we intentionally stopped the rail line through assassination.
0: I might say that right now stopping the rail line may have been the best thing the Silesnia
1: have done. If it will stop this cliff. I have found that when truly powerful and evil people want something done, it's not easily stopped by coincidence. I wish you all the luck.
3: Please, one more question. Was there any correspondence between the Orzov and the Selesnian to orchestrate these assassinations?
1: I, I, she, there's no way she would know that. Uh, unless she was directly related to ordering them. There, there's there's a very clear picture here that it's a woman who cares so much about Silesnia mm-hmm. and who cares so much about the preservation of Ravnica, and yet she decidedly does not live within the Guildhall territory. So there, there, there possibly is some friction between her and home base um, that that may not be mutual between the two of them. It's almost like a self-imposed exile.
0: Wait, there's some fractures within
3: the yeah. Slesnian
1: compound. I see. Yeah.
0: Thank you for your help. I think, um, at least for me, you've brought a lot of clarity to a situation that had exactly none. I
1: feel as if I've made things worse. Scarier, maybe. I want to make it very clear that you do have an ally in me when needed. The Selesnia are still a good people. For which we are all very thankful, Elder. She chuckles again at that word. I think it's just sort of a weird thing that they don't really say. Um, so what now?
0: Uh, I mean, we have a mission and it sounds like we're going to the Rubble Belt. Are you allowed to come with us? <laughs> Um, we showed
3: ourselves out. We're all discussing. Yep. This is information that would be very useful to my Grand Envoy. I believe that if the fate of Ravnica and this entire plane of existence is going to be juggled about, it is best for us to continue our partnership. Would you concur?
1: I would. That's totally a word that only the two of them would use.
3: (laughs) So so Soloran turns his attention purely to Lorzach. All right. I need to make a report and then we'll get on our way to the rubble belt.
1: So, uh, we're gonna make a quick trip back to Tessa before we head out, just to sort of make sure everything's cool with her. So bam, pow, 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 pow. Back down to District 1, back down to the Karlov Manor. Um, Breathing heavily. (laughs) (gasps) Oh God.
2: It's just for me because I clicked my heels. Like oh some, yeah. <laughs> sweet. Like some
1: like some, like some thralls come out with like water and like, golden oh, goblets. You. Oh, like you, completely you. overexpensive goblets. She's <laughs> that she's porn.
0: Yeah, because I absorb it through my skin. <laughs> so Lauren does not sweat. He's the he glistens. Oh.
4: Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: He's one of those people with a tooth glint when he smiles.
4: Uh, Antonio <laughs> is carrying.
0: <you. laughs> Do one to- I mean, of Antonio's carrying you? <laughs> yeah. That's good. I also like the idea that you clicked your boots and then just like chilled, waiting for us. Like you got there <laughs> three hours before we did.
2: I imagine one of the thralls, our thralls, like trying to lick the sweat off of someone's hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. so weird so creepy honestly that's why I wear full plate at all times (laughs) don't uh, don't you'll
1: lose a finger around the thralls just be careful
0: yeah Yeah,
1: sure so we're back yeah so uh, okay, okay so fast forward you're in the presence of Tessa and you guys can discuss anything you want with her very very quickly
3: right in front of her in front of the entire group I tell her everything about okay. the rail lines. There's a fifth rail line, all about Malthus Reed, about the possible lines in the spell that is being cast on Ravnica. Everything that they have said that they did not share with us before, I spill
1: right in front of them.
0: Question? Yes. Just a clarification. You for are David? having
1: a private audience with Tesla, just so everybody knows. Yeah,
0: David, just as a clarification, does that include planeswalking?
3: Saloran is of the Orzov. Okay. Of the mind that <laughs> Tessa is the Orzov. His loyalties go to her. So he, without shame, without hesitation, tells her everything.
1: Um, She kind of processes all of this very sternly and requests from Lorzach whether he would be kind enough to draw a replication of the map for
2: her. While he's drawing, I'm kind of like... I think the Kara, like, reads off of the excitement that you've done a good job and have all of this information. And I just go, and there's this murder circus where they had the little goblins and they were going around (laughs) with everything and they had Malthus Reeds thing and then we had to, like, save this woman and it turns out she was this spy thing and it was just absolutely crazy.
0: (laughs) And Perixx is like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What is this?
2: right. <laughs> the murder circus. You weren't there for that.
1: Oh, the Rectus.
2: Yes! Yes, they tend to do
1: that sometimes. There seems to be a great deal of discontent happening in the Isit League. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like everything goes <laughs> quite to shit in the absence of the dragon, doesn't it?
4: Seems to be the case.
1: Here's your map. Ah, thank you quite very much. So... Where do we go from here? The rubble belt.
4: We're going to
2: find a two-headed ogre.
5: Rurik Thar seems to be the one that knows the location of Jace Bellerin's library, and if this is all to be believed, we may find
1: some shred of evidence that will shed light on this investigation. I am an Orzhov Baroness. My mind works in only two ways, profit and risk assessment. What are the current risks that we should be assessing?
2: Oh, just the destruction of Ravnica.
1: weighed against the rampaging hordes of the Gruul and their notorious Anarchs. Well, except for the fact that two of your guilds seem to be involved in this in some particular way. Not it. Are we quite confident that the Selesnya are not involved? Because I can't quite guarantee that my guild isn't.
0: No, we are not sure the Selesnya are not
5: involved. To be completely
2: honest, we're not sure if all of the guilds could be involved. Everyone could be involved. We don't know.
5: It is increasingly likely that it was a Selesnia worm caller that assassinated Mr. Rovershaw. That's disappointing.
0: Why? Like, I know that the Selesnia can only call Selesnia worms, but we know it was a Selesnia
1: worm? From... I think Lorzach is making a character choice that he <gasps> okay, is great. suspicious that it was the Selesnia. I mean,
2: it I makes sense. I thought it was, too. But, yeah, like,
0: but why?
2: The location of the, um... The yeah. location
3: of the ovistia next to the Selesdian compound combined with the fact that she could
0: just sense it.
2: Boom, yeah. Both
0: led me to believe that as well.
3: Right,
2: yeah, but,
0: yeah. D- was it that she could sense the worm because it was a Silesnia worm or because, like, it was a big rumbly worm that knocked us all over from three blocks away?
5: Mm. Yeah, either or.
2: Call me, call <laughs> B. <But, no. laughs> <laughs> like, it was a big
0: worm, and if it came through the Silesnia compound, yeah. it was definitely but, the
5: Selesdian, but it is just as likely the gruel. But ser- serious note, wouldn't it have to burrow underneath Selesnian territory to hit that neighborhood? Like, they're just geographically so close to each other that it only makes sense that it's a Selesnian war. There is
1: a serious risk that that is what happened.
0: Yeah. Which is not the same as...
1: It definitely happened. It happened. It's not definitely happened, because I would never say that and answer the question for you. Right. But I would also tell you if your suspicions were way off. Sure. Right now, your reasoning is sound. Okay.
3: We could also imply that the Gruul probably wouldn't make such a pointed attack,
0: from what I'm understanding of them. But they did, which is why, because with the other train line mm-hmm. in season one, they did make that exact attack.
4: I mean, is it outlandish to think that those two groups are working together?
0: No. No. <laughs> no, it we is not.
4: Um, Good talk. Just to throw it out there.
0: Great talk. Thanks, Landry, for the scare.
5: <laughs>
4: Just to make us all feel really good.
5: And with your permission, Grand Envoy, we would very much like to contract the services of Mr. Siloran, that we may further our investigation with his invaluable
1: aid. Are you sure you want to use that word? Yes,
0: I'm 100% sure.
1: And what is it that you are proposing? He is one of my more prized assets. I'm not exactly entirely convinced I want to relinquish him.
5: That your collector will, to the best of his ability, aid our investigation and protect our company in the furtherance of discovering the extent of this plot, who the conspirators are, and how best to avert the destruction of our plane. Grand envoy, may I? You may. Is that a wish from all of you? All
0: four of you? To be honest with you, I don't trust you otherwise.
1: I see. Quite clever. They're going to contractually limit your loyalty. I didn't think a simic had the ability to think that way. I'm actually quite impressed. And I'm considering bestowing upon him a point of inspiration. Thank you. By all means, please propose way, Salarin.
0: Salaren. Thank you. I really wasn't sure. I haven't written it down yet. It's all right. <laughs> I was really flying by the seat of my pants with that one. <laughs>
3: it's so quanti-
1: Trent, played by <laughs> David Quinn. Hey, hey.
3: It's perfectly all right, Pyrex.
0: Perfect.
1: Perfect. Uh... Pyrex slow
0: claps really quickly, and then we, like, come on back. Great. I propose a contract between you and the four of us that says we will, first and foremost, agree to disclose all information between each other and to disclose it externally from that group only at the agreement of all five of us. And in return, we shall help you on your quest for the Orzov as needed along the way. So Lauren looks over at Tessa. Your wish,
3: my soul.
1: I agree. So Lauren I, hands out, reaches out his hand. Before you shake hands, the DM feels obligated to inform our new cast member that the last time Perixx wrote a contract with somebody, he had them murdered. To be clear. <laughs> okay. Had that, that's true. I did have them murdered.
0: <laughs> I did have them
1: murdered, that's true. I
4: that's
0: did like, not murder, but I did indeed. I was looking at me and nodding like, yes, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> to,
2: to be fair, you didn't tell anyone that they should be murdered. Dizzy just kind of did it. This,
0: this is true. Technically, Lorzach was on my path of murdering and uh, Dizzy did her own thing.
2: Yeah, I just kind of assumed the next step.
1: I'm sure it won't come up at all. Uh, Tessa looks directly at you with the kind of look that says, uh, yeah. (laughs) These fools.
3: And for the mutual aid and care of
5: us in the party. Meaning? All signatories involved,
3: yes. All signatories involved. If some fool finds himself unconscious, I would do my best to heal them. While they're you. under my care, and it would be returned if
0: I should fall, precisely. in the instance, as a question to the group, that we don't agree, how do we push forward?:
4: What about a, a democratic agreement? A the what? majority wins. Oh yeah,
1: there are five. That's a really easy mm-hmm. answer. You can do a a democracy thing, if that's what you want to do, and then those decisions can be relied to you. But as far as the rules of D&D, singular disputes between two people will be decided by a test of wills.
0: I agree with the democratic system for the five.
2: Absolutely. Big
1: party decisions, absolutely.
2: I'm still generally uncomfortable with this all. Sure. I just would hate to put you in a situation that puts you in an awkward situation.
0: You don't have to worry about him. Technically, we now do, by contract.
2: Well, if everyone else thinks it's what's good for the party. I accept what's good the for terms. Oh, crap.
1: And you hear her call. Slubnik, if you would come here, please. And this like gangly fucking flying <laughs> thrall <laughs> named Slubnik, as <laughs> her thrall's name, comes like ah, 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 just sort of like perches on an armrest next to her. Yes, badness. She goes, would you do me the kindness of fetching me some legal parchment? Of course, Beniness. And he just whoop, 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 sort of goes flying away. And there's an awkward moment before he comes swooping back in with a with a piece of paper. Here you are. And just sort of like lays some like weird parchment down. And Tessa goes to begin signing the contract. And then you see some writing, some writing, some writing, some writing, and then a scribble, and she turns the piece of paper around. And you realize by perusing the contract that he is technically an asset of her. You are making an agreement with her to borrow one of her assets. So you will be signing a contract with Tessa Karloff. Will you sign? And you can see four blank spaces below hers. Peric signs the third one down. Why?
0: (laughs) Just because you gave me options.
4: Xenia <laughs> signs the first and just kind of furrows her brow at Perix.
1: <laughs> I also imagine that Xenia has no idea what it
4: is. <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't, doesn't question it at all. She'll sign anything.
1: We're all writing our names. She just tries to have the prettiest signature.
4: Xenia,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. but,
2: a scientist, Zenia, but the
1: eye is like a lightning bolt. <laughs>
2: What? I love
4: it. <laughs> but not the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's not that good at this.
0: Because <laughs> the thing that looks like a lightning bolt, she didn't turn into a lightning
4: bolt. No, so that's the rooster at the top of on top of the weather vane. The, yeah, the weather vane, yeah. yes.
1: Uh Fakara, Lorzatch. Yeah.
5: Mm. <laughs> um Yeah, Lorzatch will sign.
2: I read the whole fucking thing. Yep. Just because. Give me an
1: intelligence check, please. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (sighs) On mic or not. You. No, Fuck bullshit. you! Fuck you! She totally bullshit. did it, and you saw her do it. You saw her change how she rolled. It. You watched her. You <laughs> didn't even do your system. No, she yes just she threw did. It. No, you. Yes she did. You watched wow. her. Did you not just do the technique? And what did you just Wait, roll? imagine well, Is that the new technique?
4: It's not. It's a just thing. for her.
1: She was having problems. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't prove this Wait, to do you, you do this? any other way. This, an, this, is not how. Much.
3: I'm so not gonna Dr. say what
0: I got.
4: No. So it's just for the ladies. Yep. <laughs> this was, by
2: the way, this was also one of the donated dice.
0: Yeah, I'm so angry. <laughs> this is not how. This is not how laws. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
4: god, that's I just, just,
1: I, just to clarify for posterity, Sarah finally used the dice rolling technique that I suggested and rolled a natural 20. Xenia, played by Landry Fleming, tested said dice roll to see whether or not it was bullshit, and rolled a natural 20. I I, I don't know what to do, Ned. I don't know. It's, it's not how I don't know. this works. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what you want from me.
4: <sighs> There's one more signature. Sorry.
0: Oh, yeah. What did the nat 20 get us? <laughs> That's
1: a 20. Um, I was going to see whether or not you actually understood what you were reading, but but it is, it is very clear. And I think there's a part of Fakara in her gut that's going, I don't think this is going to work out for us.
2: I don't think this is a great idea. Still sign it. And once we get fucked by this, I'm just going to be like, see, the, the, told you it wasn't I, a good I, idea. I think there's a
1: part that like Sarah Babe and Fakara, who's just always right with her instinct, like immediately is like, this is not going to work out for us.
3: It'll be fine if you just keep
1: your word. <laughs>
2: But I'm saying, I don't think so it's a good sign, idea. Sign. And then,
1: ironically, Slubnik is the notary. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think I love Slubnik. And so he just... Bless his little heart.
1: And the stamp is like, he requires two hands to just sort of like flap up into the air and just sort of like plops down on the...
2: <laughs> he rolls it up, <laughs> licks the seal.
1: Notarized, but I miss. She's like, thank you, Slubnik. Yes. And Aww. just sort of like skitters away and flaps away. She says, so, now, the question remains. How are you to reach the rubble belt? And then, sort of, out of the, sort of, back of the room, sort of, in like, a shaded, out-of-the-light area that you... Don't like this. ...didn't, uh, didn't even know that he was still there. You see the glint and a shiny set of pearly white teeth as he pops out. There's so many fucking swear words right now! And he just pops out and goes... I think I can help you with that. On the next Encounter Party! Into the Rubble Belt as our players hunt for the two called Rurik Thar. However, the Gruul are not a welcoming lot, and Fekara learns that with great power comes great responsibility. Can our players survive the grueling wild of the Rubble Belt? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malonez. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by... Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malonez.
5: Hey, party people. This is Andrew Krug, the player of Lorzach. If you like what you've heard, subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice and leave a review. That goes a long way to helping us find a new audience. Join the Facebook discussion group for behind-the-scenes looks at what we're doing with Encounter Party. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. And let's keep the party going. For news and updates, go to EncounterParty.com.